Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Convincing Coffee Break with me, Mandy Brown, and Richard Snape. Hello. Today, Richard, I understand we're going to be talking about a first-tier tribunal case, the case of Triathlon Homes versus Stratford Village, and it's a remediation contribution order under the Building Safety Act 2022. Can you start off by giving us a bit of the background to the case, where it was, who the parties, etc.? Yep, and it was decided on January the 19th. It's the first uh, contested case on the mediation contribution orders. We did actually do a case about a year ago, Batish, Batish and Inspired Sutton, which you can get on, on the normal channels on our podcast. It all took place in, well, it's Stratford Village. It's, it's actually Stratford Village Development Partnership, and it's the London Olympic site or part of it, uh, the Athletes' Village, which was then transferred off in, uh, for housing. I think a lot of it's mixed use, actually, sort of, kind of retail down below and, and flats up above. But it concerns five uh, blocks of flats in East Village Management or Limited are the, the managing agents. And it's called East Village within Stratford. And uh, both Stratford Village Development Partnership, they were the ones who developed the site and built it. And... Um, East Village Management and the managing uh, company are both owned by uh, another company, an investment trust called um, Get Living, and all three of them were involved in the case. Triathlon Homes own the social and affordable housing in these blocks and um, Get Living own the other flats. And uh, after Grenfell, there were various checks you know, after June of 2017 in relation to the premises. And uh, work was done, but then in November 2020, they found metallic composite materials that were danger to, to, to relation to fire safety. Not ACM, not aluminium composite uh, materials, as uh, caused the Grenfell fire to spread rapidly, but others. And uh, what they had to do as a consequence, triathlon homes is um, organise these waking watches until they, the, the remedies were sorted out. These people who wander around 24 hours a day checking everything's fine until they put things in like heat and, and uh, detectors and, and um, fire alarms, smoke detectors and so on. And uh, work needs to be done to replace the cladding. It actually starts this month in February of 2024 and the plan is to finish the work in August of 2025. But triathlon, as a consequence, are massively out of pocket. They'd already spent 1.058 million on the, the waking watches and the likes. The total cost of the work is going to be 24.5 million pounds, of which 16.03 million is triathlon's um, contribution to that. So they obviously went off to the tribunal to argue we don't have to pay this money and brought action against uh, Stratford Village, who had basically, as mentioned, the developers, but now owned by Get Living. Stratford Village wouldn't have the money to pay. It wouldn't have the resources to pay out. So uh, that's why they brought in Get Living, the, the major company as well. And that's some of the background. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I just wanted to interrupt to remind you that Lawshaw provides these courses and podcasts as a value-added service. We can only offer them free thanks to the support of our amazing clients. So if you get value from attending our courses and listening to the podcasts and would like us to continue providing them to you for free, all we ask is that you support us by sending us your bespoke title insurance inquiries. That's all you have to do. It's completely free service with no obligation to take out a policy, although we hope you will. So you have nothing to lose and a whole lot to gain. 
And now back to the podcast. Thanks, Richard. Uh, can you remind us what a, a remediation contribution order actually is? Yeah, it's in Section 124 of the Act. Now I'll sort of quote or paraphrase it. It's an order requiring a specified body corporate or partnership to make payments to a specified person for the purpose of meeting costs incurred or to be incurred in remedying relevant defects. And the people who can apply for, for the remediation contribution orders are the building safety regulator, this sort of organisation that has an overseeing role now, part of the health and safety executive, um, local authorities, fire authorities, persons with a legal or equitable interest in the property. So not just qualifying these soldiers, it's in relation to relevant buildings and relevant defects, but it includes anybody with a, an interest in a, one of the flats, basically. Or, you know, so I suppose the non-domestic parts of the premises, if it's mixed use as well. But also since August of last year, Homes England, residence management companies, right to manage companies and named managers, people who are not part of the freehold or leasehold, but responsible for management can also make a claim. So obviously that includes triathlon and they made a claim. And would you like to know the decision? Yeah, I was going to say, what was the decision and um, more importantly, its importance? Well, I mean, a lot of these cases depend very much on the facts. So that should be borne in mind. And it is a first tier tribunal case. It's not a precedent. But the tribunal said, uh, well, they've got a discretion as to whether to make the remediation contribution order. And it should be exercised having regard to the purpose of the Building Safety Act and all relevant factors and the primary responsibility they said is with the developers it's a non-fault basis as well it doesn't depend on fault it doesn't depend on whether you're being negligent or not but it should be the developers who remedy these things and the fact that Stratford Village Development Partnership is not really the same body as you know the developers were it meant that they were going to be liable and the fact that you could, uh, well, the, the motives for triathlon actually bringing the claim were irrelevant, they said. And also the fact that um, the money could have been got back via building safety funds. The government building safety fund would have eventually paid. It was still important to, um, you know, triathlon could make the claim because that's in the public interest rather than claim off the building safety fund. And then the government then claims off uh, the developers that way. And so the order was made and triathlon got their way. The relevant defects also go back. Um, you know, it's not this legislation came in, in June the 28th of 2022 and goes back 30 years. So it's defects going back to June of 1992. And it was irrelevant. It covered things like the waking watch and the cost of the fire preventative measures, the smoke detectors, fire alarms, heat detectors. And you can make a claim before the legislation actually came in. And it's not just, you know, people like triathlon, it would be flat owners regardless of whether they're qualifying leaseholders or not. It's worth saying as well that, I mean, there's a lot of cases pending. They do depend on the facts, but the whole ethos of the legislation is the developer should pay you know, for the remedial work. And when you consider all the kind of provisos, there's government building safety funds over 18 metre high buildings, developer funds over 11 metre high buildings, you know, all these people with a, you know, where the landlord's got a net worth of uh, more than, <laughs> we'll have a gap there. All these people who've got a, you know, the landlords who've got a net worth together with their associates of more than £2 million per affected building can't charge for safety work. You know, so if the landlord is associated with the developer, they can't charge for safety work. I think there's a huge number of occasions where, you know, safety work won't be charged, you know, to the leaseholders. 
And this importantly applies the remediation contribution orders to uh, non-qualifying leaseholders, and that's it. Well, thank you very much, Richard, for another very interesting episode. Thank you. Until next time. You have been listening to another episode of Convincing Coffee Break, the only podcast for busy convincing professionals, brought to you by Lawshaw Insurance Brokers, an award-winning UK provider of title insurance. For more information on our free conferences, go to www.lawshawinsurance.co.uk where you can download recent conference recordings.